But when you understand how much your business costs you and what the minimum amount of money you need to bring in just to pay your bills before you even pay yourself, all of a sudden that fear of what client might, client might say or do can melt away because all of a sudden you know that you're not banking all of that money. Welcome back to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram. I would love for you to come and hang out with me at them. So if you don't already follow me at Don Bradley, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y, I should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and can actually chat with me. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Good morning, and today we're going to talk about how to ditch the doubt and nail the pricing conversation. So if you've ever been worried about raising your prices, how much to raise your prices by, if you've raised your prices too much, or how the heck your clients are going to react, and what if they react badly, or what if they say you're not worth it, or what if they say you're too expensive, this is the right place for you. Good morning and welcome to Business Breakfast in Bedhead. I'm so excited to be here. Happy Friday, everybody. And we're going to get into how to overcome the doubt that you have around your pricing and how to actually have the tough conversation with your clients about your new prices. So go ahead and before we get into it, I I don't want to be talking on a screen at you. I want to talk with you. So go ahead and put your name and where you are in the world. And if you're in Rock Your Business, put RYB. And if you're maybe a future RYB or put future RYB. But I want us to get to know each other today. And I don't want, I want you guys to get to know each other in the comments. I go live not only to talk with you, but for you guys to connect and grow community as well, because it can be a really lonely place. Hi, Rich, to be self-employed. Um, And so I want to be able to build this community and be able to strengthen your confidence when it comes to the things that you feel not confident about in your business, in your life. So I'm so excited for you guys to be here this morning. I'm excited to talk talk about this topic. My body is very sore today. I did a workout yesterday and it hurts. First things first, before we get into it, I want to commit to this being a safe space in a judgment-free zone. That means showing up real, raw, honest, and vulnerable as my authentic self, and I know that I can commit that to you today. If you are in the same place with me in this, put a one in the chat. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Renee. And I just want us to all show each other that we're a safe space in a judgment-free zone this morning because that's really important. We're all in different journeys and different parts of our journeys, and what you might be struggling with, someone else might not be, and what they might struggle with you might not and we can help learn and grow together thank you rich and so i want to first start off the conversation is the one 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 yes is the where is the doubt coming from when it comes to doubting your prices is and i want you guys to put in the comments what it is for you is it a fear of not being worth it is it a fear that you might be price gouging people is it a fear that you might not um, be worthy of those prices, or is it just a, a not knowing where you're getting your numbers from? These are a lot of things that I've heard repeated in our industry as to why people pick prices based off what their friend down the hallway charges, what they've been charging for 20 years, or they really don't know where their prices come. And that's where in Rock Your Business, I share a calculator where you just plug in what your goal revenue is, 
how many hours a week you want to work, how many days a week, how much vacation time you want to take. And then according to your prices, current prices, it'll tell you if you can hit that goal. And then if you can't hit that goal according to those prices, you need to start looking at, do I need to shift and change how I bring in revenue, what my prices are? And we go through this whole system and it gives you a calculator so you can play around with the numbers, finding out sometimes you have a couple services that you're way undercharging for. And so the one thing I want to say is the thing that will remove a lot of doubt and build a lot of confidence when it comes to knowing your prices and having the tough conversation is understanding, do I know what my costs of business are? And I know this sounds like probably not the fun topic that you want to talk about, but if you don't know how much your business costs to run per hour that you're open, and I maybe you're like, well, I don't even know where to start. Well, go get on the Rock Your Business waitlist, dombradley.com slash waitlist. We're going to be opening up enrollment again in March, and it's going to be a game changer for you and your business and your revenue and what you take home. But if you don't know what your business costs you to run, No doubt you feel uncomfortable about charging because you're still in the mindset that the people give you money and you take that money and you put it in your pocket. But when you understand how much your business costs you and what the minimum amount of money you need to bring in just to pay your bills before you even pay yourself, all of a sudden that fear of what client might might say or do can melt away because all of a sudden you know that you're not banking all of that money. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm getting a coffee delivered to me and it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Hold on. Thank you. One second. Thanks. Um, And so when you understand what the cost of your business is, then say like for every hour that you work, your business costs are $50. Then you know that if you're charging someone $75, you're only being able to take home 25. Does that make sense? Put a one in the chat if that makes sense. Because I know for the longest time, whatever my client gave me, I thought I was banking and then I felt guilty for taking that money from them. But when you understand the the hat looks delish, the coffee, I'm thinking, oh, that looks delish. I know, doesn't it look? I can't really um, make you guys see it without looking like I'm going to spill it here. Any coffee people that must look nice. I'm so not a coffee. I drink coffee. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, Hannah. Okay, so this is making sense. So does it help you knowing that if, I mean, we don't, let me start over. You don't have to justify your prices to anyone ever, but if it's going to help you show up more confident, educating your clients on why your prices are the way you are, wouldn't you want to do that? I see a lot of people being like, you don't owe telling people ahead of time that you're, you're, Prices go up and I worked in a salon where they like didn't announce price increases and the clients found out at the end. But here's the thing. And and people use the argument like the gas station, the grocery store doesn't tell you when their prices are going up. Sure. But you also know the price before you get the thing you're getting. And so while I understand that perspective, I disagree with it completely. And I also think a lot of us are anxious people who really care about the relationship that we have with our clients. And so if telling your client about your next price increase ahead of time is going to relieve some of that anxiety and stress and build the confidence in you that you're gonna do the service, why not do it? Also, I don't think giving a service to someone when they're unaware of a new price and then charging them after, that doesn't align with my values. Integrity is a really big thing for me. Honesty and transparency are also really important to me. And I would never want someone to come by a price, like shock, and then at the end of a service where they can't be like, I don't, can you undo my hair? Right. And so being able to be confident in your prices, knowing that if someone pushes back, you can be like, well, you know, and and people ask me all the time, how do you respond to, oh, you're too expensive? This is how I would respond. I'd be go, I'd go, 
oh, well, let you know, these are the prices I've come up with so that I can um, pay. Um, I'm trying to like come up on the spot. But basically, when someone says you're too expensive, being like, if you'd like to understand how I came up with my prices, let me know and I'd be happy to share. It's really, really common and like natural human re- response to get defensive or be stunned and not, not know what to say. But just replying with, if you'd like to know where and how I got my prices, I'd be happy to share with you. And that can really shut those people up sometimes because usually what people mean by you're too expensive is what they mean is I don't prioritize that much money for that. Because I see people in our industry all the time complaining about my client says I'm too expensive and yet they drive this car. They're going on this vacation. And the th- reality is, is that people get to choose how they spend their money and there's no right or wrong way to how to spend your money. So people just don't prioritize their money and they might not prioritize it because you're not showing up like the professional. Ugh. If you don't show up as someone who can be treated with respect, trust, loyalty, and authority, then why would someone see the value in it? If you're showing up as a hot mess and not acting professionally, and you're really looking like, not looking, but looking, acting, and and performing a service that isn't high-end, then why should the high-end um, price attached to it. I know there's nuances in there and that's not complete. I want you guys to know that everything I say, I don't, it's not black and white. Obviously there's exceptions to everything, but the reality is, is if we don't educate our clients, they can't always come on board and understand. Does that make sense? Give me a one in the chat. If you're, if you're tracking or if you need more, uh, you need me to expand around any of it. So one, understanding what your business costs so that you know what the minimum amount of money you need to bring in each client or each hour. Like if you can break it down, and this is what the pricing um, calculator does in RYB, but if you can break it down and know, okay, I need a minimum of this much per hour that I work in order to cover my costs, then you are confident in knowing like if you're if you're going to emotionally discount. I know, put a two in the chat if you if you're if you're a victim of emotionally discounting. Um, and then they beg you to do their hair, even if it's not healthy. Right. And so you, when you are, when you understand your business's bottom line, which is hard and like something that you need to revisit every once in a while, and it's not the fun, glitzy, glamoury, shiny thing that we want to do, but it's a really important part of being successful. And it's not a lot of work and it's not hard work. And I mean, we've got, I think Rachel just joined us the like, RYB resident metrics that matter person. She brought in $30,000 in the last, what was it? 30 or $20,000. Now I'm misremembering in the last six weeks of the year. Thanks to the metrics that matter worksheet. When you understand, when you create an awareness around what money you're bringing in and what your business costs you, you have a better awareness and it will honestly help you get your goals and bring in more money just by simply tracking it. One of my students, Heather, she put on a post-it note how much money she needed to bring in services, how much she needed to sell retail every day to hit her goal. She put the post-it note up and within, I think within two weeks, I can't remember the numbers, but like was making more. Just bringing to the forefront of your consciousness what you need to earn to hit your goals and repeatedly seeing it over and over is a game changer. That's why mantras work. So put your goal income on a post-it note somewhere where you can see every day that you work if you bring in revenue every day and it'll be a game changer. And then knowing what your business costs you is going to help build confidence when charging because you know that you're not taking all that money. So give me, if you, what are your questions around this, around having the tough conversation? So first of all, 
removing the doubt around pricing is understanding your cost of business. And if you don't understand your cost of business and what you, 17K for the last month. I love that, Rachel. Um, if you don't understand what your business costs you to be open every hour, I, w- I mean, rock your business will pay for itself so quickly, so quickly. DonBradley.com slash waitlist. Go get on the waitlist. Rock your business. I mean, I don't even like talk to the people who've been through it. The metrics that matter is just one part of it, but it's a game changing part when it comes to your confidence, not just in your pricing, but in overall in your whole entire business. Right. I mean, Rachel knows all about the metrics that matter. I don't know if Rachel, you'll want to go live right now. Um, than the person that created it. And so by tracking your numbers and understanding your numbers, and it doesn't have to be hard and complicated, that's why I've done it all for you, is you just have to pop your specific numbers in and they'll spit everything out. It's going to build you a confidence muscle so that you then can have that conversation with clients about pricing. And if and when they come back with something you weren't prepared to hear from them, which is I know the biggest fear of what if they say something and I don't know how to stand up for myself. I want you to start practicing learning how to navigate, not having to defend your place, but saying, I understand. Whoa, oh, Rachel's in the house. Um, saying, oh, I can't, buddy, sorry. You can't hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm oh, really sick, so sorry. Oh, you don't have to come live. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm just at home oh, for the moment. Can't thing i was just saying i don't know what i was saying actually i lost my train of thought that's <laughs> par for the course um okay so th- we're talking about pricing doubts around pricing how has the metric set matter inside of rock your business built your confidence when it comes to feeling comfortable what you charge and having the conversation with your clients about what you charge um i think for me for sure i had doubts about pricing mm-hmm. i was just throwing out random numbers to increase my prices. And once I finally had the opportunity to see and like break down exactly how much I'm losing and to see that in black and white and you actually see each service and how much you're losing per service. For my response to that was, oh shit, I've got to get it together. Um, And it gave me confidence Hey, Jade, it gave me confidence to know, okay, not only am I going to be confident in raising my prices, but I know exactly by how much I know which service I need to increase by. And if a client asks, I have the answer. Yeah. So I don't feel awkward about like, oh, well, you know, it's, um, you know what I mean? Like, I know where the number comes from yeah. and I know the education that I put into resourcing what I needed for my business. So that gave me the confidence to articulate it better to my clients, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, does it also, because I want to be real about it, like sometimes we will want to give a little bit of a discount to someone who's, you know, been with us a long time or we want to like give them a gift. Does it give you more of an understanding of how much can I give a discount? Because you know. Yeah, yeah, because you know where you're coming from. So it's it's not, I think we, we get into this thing like the pendulum has to swing really hard to, you know, like, oh, I'm never doing anything for anybody ever again. And you can get mm-hmm. that. But 
sometimes knowing where you are, you know exactly how much wiggle room you have. And you get to be the person to say, okay, I'm going to be able to do this for this person for a yeah. certain amount of time. And so it puts you back in the leadership driver's seat of your business. I love that. I love that so much. And so what, um, what uncomfortable situations, if any, have come up since doing the metrics that matter? And how did you handle it differently than you did before? Well, I did have a client that said, well, um, that asked me how, how many times are you going to increase your pricing? And I was like, well, that is, I don't have a finite answer for that. I was like, unfortunately, business does go on and everything does go up. But rest assured that my pricing isn't going to be a cash grab. It's going to be what's best for my business and what's going to be fair. And I've even had a client leave and then come back because she realized that I wasn't trying to price gouge her and she had a bad experience somewhere else. So sometimes you do have to let people go and let them figure it out on their own because their judgment is not of you per se. It's more so past experiences or other things that may have happened to them that had nothing yeah, to do and with I would you. If like a client's been with you for a long time, they haven't watched the rest of the industry's prices go up with you. They've just watched your prices go up. And so exactly. a lot of times it's like saying, you know, I, this is like a bad example, but like if you only ever go to one gas station and don't look at the prices at any other gas station, which I mean, is pretty much impossible because you drive by them. But like, this is where my analogies need imagination. So thank you. <laughs> but if you, you could be like, man, they really hiked up the price of gas. I'm going to go somewhere else. And then you go somewhere else and you realize, Oh, like the price of gas has gone up everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. I had, I remember doing a $5 price increase like 15 years ago and I lost a couple clients and then they came back cause they're like, Oh, for $5 more. Like I went somewhere that it was $5 less than your new price. And I wasn't even getting the same experience that I got with you for $5 less. Yeah. And so that realization of most of us that care this much to be anxious and feel awkward about it are already over delivering yeah yeah and and that's the thing that most clients don't don't see until they have to leave and come back which i i fully welcome because when they come back they're more they're more open and they just literally barely question anything after that they're like yeah. sure whatever you say I'm yeah. good. <laughs> so what would you say to anybody who's like the business side of stuff just overwhelms me and scares me and i don't even know like i'm just too scared to go into it because it's a hot mess in there i just say yeah. take one step at a time um, take one step at a time and just know it's a lot more scarier in your head than on paper yeah. i think once it's finally out it's not as bad as you think every single time it's never as bad as mm -hmm. i think um, it's just a lot scarier in your head. And I'm one of those, it's very dramatic up here, y'all. So I, I create very, very um, interesting stories in my head before I put it out. And on yet paper. Rachel comes across very cool, calm and collected always. And I'm so not. <laughs> <laughs> this is good insight for me about you. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you're super sick, but I hope you get better soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing that with us. Any, and, anytime. Yeah. Me and here, honey. Know that Rachel's open to you guys DMing her. So there's a little arrow here. Tap on that. A little thing will pop down. If you're not following Rachel already, follow her.
she's awesome and amazing and like such a, a testament of someone Anything. who's willing to get a little uncomfortable she says the metrics that matter worksheet takes her three minutes every week and rachel is the absolute business i went through an increase in only about two clients question the increase however they understood because of the way inflation and the price and the price of everything i love that jade i hope that's jade i assume it is yeah cool that's she works with me at our sola she is like the bomb i love brows, honey that i love that okay rachel go rest up okay you're better all right love you guys bye bye I love hearing from my students because one, I don't want you guys to listen to me about things. I want you to listen to people who've actually put it into practicality and seen a change. And so the reality is, is that pricing, there's a lot of things out there teaching you how to do pricing. But if you struggle with the anxiety and the awkwardness of feel, not feeling confident around it, I want you to know that my programs and the way I educate come from a place of making sure that you have, you build the confidence first before you apply the, the step-by-step -step. because you can have all the step-by-step -step. you can know exactly what to do and yet still never do it because you don't feel comfortable confident or assured that you're doing the right thing and so everything that i do and i've built for you and that i have inside of rock your business is to help you feel comfortable and confident first and then apply what you know because at the end of the day i don't care you're, you will not impress me with what you know you will impress me with what you do we are we like I read somewhere and I don't know if this is right, but like we in what we the information that we take in in a day is the amount of information people used to take it in, in a lifetime. We're constantly bombarded with information from our phones from everywhere. And so we know a lot of stuff which then convinces ourselves that we do a lot of things, but you need to stop being addicted to learning and allergic to implementing and I'm talking to myself here. Stop being addicted to learning and allergic to implementing. What if you took all the time and energy you spent on learning and applied that to doing? Where would you be? What would you do? And how many times could you fail in order to then be successful? Because I'll tell you this, failure is part of success. It's the pathway to success. It's not the opposite of success. And so you need to learn to get comfortable with failing, falling over, tripping, because that is, talk to anybody that you admire of where they've gotten to in life and they will tell you the the failures that paved the way to where they got stop trying to avoid failing and start aiming for failure knowing that the more failures you get under you the more likely you are to have success put a one in the chat if you're willing to start shifting your perspective you need to start investing in perspective shifts rather than acquiring more knowledge you have everything you need to start doing what you need to do and life will continually throw you situations curveballs, roadblocks, speed bumps, whatever you want to call them, that you'll have to adapt and evolve to. But you cannot be prepared for everything in advance. And so stop trying. Stop trying to intellectualize everything first to avoid doing and keeping yourself safe. We over-intellectualize, we over-learn so that it makes us feel like we're actually doing something because by learning, well, I'm doing something, I'm learning, but you're keeping yourself in paralysis of doing and taking action. You will find the most success by taking messy, immediate, imperfect action. Be okay with talking to your client and when they ask you why kind of tripping over your words until you get it right. You can practice and rehearse all day long, but until you actually are willing to do the thing, you will not start getting better at it. Practice and rehearse, 
Yes. But nothing can prepare you for that exact moment that you step up and step in to whatever you're going to do. But knowing that you have community and support and accountability, people are going to be right there alongside of you, even when you fall over, even when you mess up. And I want to say that failure is proof that you're trying. Failure is proof that you're trying. Do not, don't, do not look to not fail. That means you're not trying. Look, for, look to surround yourself with people, places, and things that are constantly willing to fall over, get bruised, get beat up, and get back up and try again. That is where success will lie. Not, yes, getting a plan, understanding a plan, practicing and building confidence, but taking messy, immediate, imperfect action. You can't miss that step, and you can't miss the messy part. If you watch a toddler learn to walk, they don't just like sit there and think about it and plan it and understand it and know the science and mechanics of stepping one foot in front of the other and then go, okay, I'm ready to walk now. And then like, has any baby or toddler ever got walking right on the first go? I mean, I'm willing to say there could be, but I've never witnessed it, right? Right? Knowing and doing are two very different things. So stop beating yourself up for the fact that you know one thing, but then when you go to do, you feel like, like you've got new legs, right? Doing takes time, practice, and, and, and you, you've got to keep doing it. Such a good analogy. <laughs> Thanks, Burgundy. And so you need to be willing to be shitty at something when you're going to start doing something new or something different. So if you've never start had these honest conversations with clients. If you've never learned how to be clear, compassionate, gracious, and straightforward at the same time, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel foreign. And you can't compare yourself to someone who's been doing it much longer, right? This is something that comes naturally to me because I've been willing to get uncomfortable a lot in my life. I've been willing to have uncomfortable conversations a lot in my life and business. And I've been practicing. I actually just last week bumped into somebody that I had a really not fun experience with 15 years ago. And when I looked up the conversation that we had had and saw how I responded and how I reacted, I was like, oh, I did not think I had responded so maturely. But already then, back then, I was practicing how to have these kind of conversations that are uncomfortable and how to lean into being a person of integrity, honesty, and transparency despite wanting to be really defensive. And so if at all you guys, and I like comparison is like the one of the worst things and I still get wrapped up in it. This is why I can't scroll a lot on social media because I can start to beat myself up thinking, well, I should be further along or like look at that person that where they're at. And so if the fact that I am able to help you with this makes you feel like you're not in the right place because you're not where I am, know that I've been practicing this shit for a really long time. And I still don't have it all figured out. And I still mess up. And I still get nervous having hard conversations. So whether it's with your clients, your friends, your family, whatever, it doesn't, all, it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. And the moment that you stop practicing it, the moment you'll lose that capacity. It's just like working out. The moment that you stop lifting weights, you're not going to be able to continue lifting them. So you have to continually exercise that muscle of getting uncomfortable and soon you'll start to become addicted to being uncomfortable for the sake of growth and for the sake of becoming a stronger person so that you can help more people so you can help yourself and then you can become the person and have the business you've always dreamed of and let me tell you sometimes that's the scariest part is having all the things you always hoped and dreamed for come true because then you go holy shit it's here what now what right i hate 
hard conversations, but you're still right. And Burgundy, you'll start to learn like the, the anxiety is all in the anticipation of what's going to happen. So the quicker you can throw yourself into the conversation, the quicker the anxiety goes away. Because I've used the analogy and Will Smith is actually the first one that I heard say it, but I've gone skydiving, so it's so spot on. When you go skydiving, you're anxious beforehand. You're anxious in the car there, you're anxious like getting ready, you're anxious putting the suit on, you're anxious getting up in the plane, you're anxious in the plane, they open the door, you're anxious. And the moment that you jump out of that plane, and I can I can say this like without a shadow of a doubt because I've done it, the moment that I was out of the plane falling, the anxiety was gone. I was in it and I had no other choice but to be in it. And so if you are struggling with overwhelming, crippling anxiety, whether it's talking about prices, whether it's having a hard conversation in your life, if you are struggling with the fear of like what might be the result of this and you avoid it because it feels safer to not have it and stay stuck in the anxiety of not knowing the conclusion of it, which I've done, I felt safer in the anxiety than I have in having a conclusive um, outcome. But I will tell you this, even I don't think anything's ever turned out different than what I knew was going to happen, if that makes sense. And so the quicker I can initiate a hard conversation, the prouder I am of myself, the more confidence that I build. And, you know, I try not the moment I, here. Here's a quick tip for you guys. The moment that you're trying to pre-plan a conversation in your head and all the possible different ways it can go is the moment that I use to trigger to myself, just start. If I am in the, if I say this, then they'll say this, but if they say this, then I'll say this. If I am noticing myself in that loop, I stop myself and I don't let myself, I go, what's the, how, what's the first opening line I can say to have this conversation with this client, with this friend, with this family member? And I, all I do is allow myself my first opening statement and that's all I plan and I go in head first and it's scary as fuck. I want you guys to know that. It can be terrifying because you're letting go of perceived control that you have over a situation and you're opening yourself up vulnerably and you're not prepared. But if you can be able to calm your nervous system, which is my biggest flex for the last year is healing my nervous system so that I don't go into fight, flight or freeze because I'm definitely generally a flight or a freeze person. I either walk away or I just completely shut down. But if you can heal your nervous system and learn to stay calm and when something takes you by surprise, take a moment to bring yourself down, that will give you so much more confidence in these situations that feel uncomfortable. And so I'm curious, those of you guys that like are like get that like jolt where it's like you've been electrocuted, that jolt of energy that comes through you when something unexpected comes, when a client says oh, like, oh, wow, must be nice to do that, or that's too expensive, or a family member says something, and then, then that jolt of energy goes, surges through your body, and then your heart's racing, your pits are sweating, your vision goes blurry, and you can't think straight. How many of you guys experience that? Put a one in the chat. When it comes to, and, and it's almost a bigger reaction than it needs to be at this point. And you're like, I don't know how to control it. And so it's such an uncomfortable feeling. EMDR has been helping me so much navigate my emotional responses. Absolutely, Shauna. EMDR has been a game changer. One, one, one. Okay. I love this because those of you guys might know, some of you guys might know that I have in-home retreats and I'm going to be having one coming up, I think early June. And so um, shortly after Memorial Day, long weekend, if you're interested in learning how to heal your nervous system, how to show up more confidently in your life and learn to step out of your comfort zone in ways that still feel safe, 
the three in the chat because I want to be able to invite you guys to this inward home retreat. It's a small, intimate retreat held here in Calgary at my home. Um, and it's with just a small group of people where we go deep into this stuff, helping you ultimately with your life, your business and your relationships. And I want to know, I want to make sure that you guys know that you're invited and I'm going to be getting that we, we picked the date and then because I'm Canadian, I didn't know it was Memorial Day long weekend. And so we're going to have to come up with a new date. But I want you guys to know that coming to the, it's called the Rockstar Retreat. And it's for all of you guys that are willing to step up, get uncomfortable, despite the anxiety, despite the doubt, and learn to step confidently into the person you've always meant to be, become. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Okay, so before I conclude this, I want to know what's the number one thing you're taking away from this live today? What's the one thing you're going to apply in your business or your life? Let's do cold plunges. Hell yeah, Burgundy. There will be cold plunges. Absolutely. Um, I love cold plunges and they're a game changer. What's one thing that you're taking, you're going to take away today and apply into your life or business? That's my question for for you. So I want you guys to know that I go live weekday mornings, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Uh, to help you with your business, your life, and ultimately at the end of the day, your confidence. I want to be able to help you communicate clearly, compassionately, and assertively without being aggressive. These are the things that I help you with so that you can grow your life and grow your bank account. Uh, I want you guys to know that these are here for you because I struggled with this stuff for so long and I had no one help me. And I don't want you to have to feel as lonely as I felt for so long. And so I want to thank you guys for coming live here with me each and every day for sharing it. And the, the biggest thank you you can give me around this is to share this with someone that you think would benefit from it. Let's build this community. Let's expand this, this, this circle that we have. And if you miss any of these lives ever, you can go listen to them on the Anxious Creative Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm hoping to get it up on YouTube as well so you can rewatch them if you'd like. Um, and um, I just feel like there's like really fun, exciting things on the horizon that I cannot wait to share more with you guys. Uh, okay, Burgundy says, I'm taking from this live, just lean into the messy conversation. Nothing is gonna help you get better other than practice. Absolutely. You can't out, you can't think your way through a scenario before you do it. You can't pre-plan everything. You can practice a little bit, practice the words, practice a script. You know, it helps build muscle memory, but at the end of the day, you just got it. When it comes to a conversation with someone else, you cannot pre-plan everything because you do not have any clue how they're going to react and respond. And if you try to memorize a script completely, then you're not showing up in a conversation, you're showing up for a speech. And that doesn't invite the other person to participate. And so learning to develop your conversation skills is huge and it takes a lot of practice and I'm here for it. So once again, I do these lives weekday mornings, 8 a.m. to help you guys learn and grow in your life and your business and your relationships. If you have suggestions on what you'd like for me to talk about, by all means, hit me up up in the dms but i would love to get connected with you guys more and help you out more in any ways that you're currently struggling because at the end of the day we're not meant to do life alone and i don't want you to feel alone like i did and i want you to be able to have everything that you've ever hoped and dreamed for in a way that feels authentic and true for, for you all right thanks guys for being here and we'll talk to you today's friday i'll see you here this monday okay bye 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for tuning into Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Like I said, I would love for you to join me live on these over on Instagram. So once again, just look up Dawn Bradley and let's connect. Shoot me a DM, send me a screenshot, tag me in your stories of listening to this or what you took away from this. Those comments, that feedback really makes my day and helps me know that these things are landing and that you want to hear more. I do these lives and I do this podcast for you to help you and your feedback means the world to me. And if you enjoyed this episode, help me spread the love, share it with a friend, a coworker, family member, or leave a review and make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you next time. Until then, friend, stay weird.